Hello, and welcome to Artfully Told, where we share true stories about meaningful encounters with art. I think artists help people have different perspectives on every aspect of life. All I can do is put my part out into the world. It doesn't have to be perfect the first time. It doesn't have to be perfect ever, really. I mean, as long as you, you're enjoying doing it and you're trying your best, that can be good enough. Art is something that you can experience with your senses and that you just experience as, as so beautiful. Hi, friends. Whether you are just getting started or you're a seasoned professional looking to up your game, I have an exciting opportunity for you. Did you know that I am actually the creator of 10 different courses online that range from ballet, jazz, tap. They also include a mindset detox course and two stretch and tone courses. So if you're looking to start a new hobby or get a little bit fitter, or you're looking to do a deep dive into your mindset and really perform a true detox, I have the course for you, and I would love to help you out with that. So if you go to elevateart.thinkific.com, you will see all of the different courses I've created. You don't have to step in a classroom to take your first dance class. I teach a signature 20 moves in 20 days course that allows you to learn 20 steps in just 20 days. It's a lot of fun. We have a great time together. And I think you're going to absolutely love the different courses and artfully told listeners get a little something from me. So if you go, you'll sign up and use the promo code artfully told all one word. And when you do so, you'll get 15% off the purchase of any and all your favorite courses. All right, listeners, enjoy that. Again, it's elevateart.thinkific.com. See you there. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Artfully Told. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I am so excited to have as my guest today, Natsune Oki, who is an author, speaker, and entrepreneur, and she actually is coming to us from Tokyo, which is awesome. I'm super excited to chat with you about art. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm I'm also very excited as well. Yeah, of course. Well, I know you have a super interesting background. I mean, obviously what you're up to nowadays is amazing. So of course, I'd love to hear maybe how you got started and and how it led to what you're doing now, if you don't mind sharing. Yes. So... My name is I I was born and raised in Japan and Tokyo well not Tokyo but Japan and I decided to study abroad when I was 18 and then I went to the United States and I finished my business degree well I would say I didn't finish my business degree but basically I did like halfway on my college and I decided to work like gain work experience in America and at that time like my English was broken I didn't even have a degree. I didn't have money, like nothing. But I just decided to just put myself out there, right? And then see what I could get. And then very fortunately, this time turned out to be one of the best time that I had in the States where I I was able to work in like startup, entrepreneur, heavy like community because I, back then I lived in Seattle and Seattle was such a like a heavy community for 
tech startups. So during that time, I was able to network with lots of entrepreneurs and investors who were working around technology and who were believing in the possibility of technology and expanding that possibility further. And I was really intrigued by it. I was really inspired by the vision that they had. And that story kind of relates to later what I'm doing today, but I'm going to come back to it later. And then after that time kind of ended, I decided to go back to school to get my economics degree. And then I finished the economics study. And once again, without like no plan, <laughs> I didn't have money or job lined up or anything, but I just decided to move to Florida and, you know, without having anything really like no connection, no place to live. Like it was really rough, but I just wanted something different. So I moved and yeah, some like really hard <laughs> things happen because it was just really random, right? But I did it anyway. And I was able to get like a consulting job. And then I worked as like a consultant, like digital market marketer kind of role, the business agency. And then after that, I, after a while, I decided to come back to Japan for a little bit because there was opportunity with Olympics that was supposed to happen last year. So I came back and then I was still working with the same company. But then I already had this like tremendous interest in um, entrepreneurship. And I knew that I was going to have that like entrepreneurship experience at some point. And I think it was going to be actually I was going to I knew that I was going to be entrepreneur for like a very long time. Uh, I just needed to like time like when that was going to happen. And that was a like, perfect timing. So I decided to go like individually, like I just stopped the contract with the previous company. And basically I'm doing what I was doing at my previous company, but I do it like individually now. And that's how Foreign Connect basically started. And I explain Foreign Connect as a business service that helps Japanese companies to expand their business, launch and expand their businesses in America and also Latin America, uh, because I have some connections in Florida. And Florida is like full of like Spanish speaking people. But basically, that's what I do with Foreign Connect. And then I also have another very, very exciting media channel, which is the platform that I reached out to you from. It's called the Life Up Education TV. And coming back to the earlier story, the reason I started the Life Up Education TV is because I was really inspired by all these tech entrepreneurs, their ambition toward like expanding the possibility of humanity. And I mean, of course, it's a business. So they do have this like money mentality and business mindset behind it. But I was more intrigued by how they were so visionary and excited about the possibility of technology, how that can make impacting people's lives more than like making money necessarily. That's why like I made the slight shift from studying business to economics, uh, because economics, you have more space for broader thing than just money but you know it has consideration for economics it has consideration for education political science and more things that has to do with people elements of the society so I, I made that slight shift and then so today how that relates to Life Up Education TV so like I said I was really fascinated by how people were so excited about the future 
And when I think about future, I think of it as possibility and creativity, something that we haven't seen yet, right? And then in the same token, I guess in the opposite side of it is a past. There is a past. What is past? The past is what we already know, uh, what we already know as, for example, data, knowledge, or the history. We already recorded it. And with having that too, being the opposite side of the spectrum, I believe that future is existing already inside of us. We tend to look at future as like external thing that we're searching for, right? Like the humanity is searching for the future. But I think it's vice versa. Like we already have the potential. We already contain the potential for the future. We just need to dig into it. And we just need to find the possibility and the future inside of us from our creativity we already have. And what prevents us to do so is sometimes it's data and knowledge and experiences and the limits, so to speak. And how? Because, you know, the limits tells us something is impossible, right? Because, and then by the data, we've already done it. It's impossible. Like that's the force that we are against. So that's why, like, that is why I'm so excited about the future and really talking about pushing the limit. And when I talk about pushing the limit, I think it has, like, great connection between creativity, has to do with, like, creativity and, like, art, our ability with, like, creating something from nothing, right? And I call that as a form of art. So this is why, like, my channel, Life Up Education TV, heavily promotes the idea that the potential, the poten- full potential of humanity really lays on our art capability. And that's what we like to talk about in the show is how can we unlock it? How can we, like, stimulate it? How can we take the most advantage? Wow, that sounds amazing. Well, first of all, oh my goodness, so much of your story is so incredibly inspiring. I, I'm i so impressed with you for coming, you know, all this way and then starting kind of from scratch a couple of times, just trying to, yeah, kind of discover what fits you where you're meant to be kind of thing and working with all these different people. I mean, kudos to you. That That could not have been easy on any level. So I'm... Just really impressed with you for for just being so brave and bold and going for your your dreams and oh, your goals. Thank you so much. That is a very kind thing to say. Thank you so much. Oh, of I course. appreciate it. Of course. Yeah, no. but, yeah. I, I think one thing I learned that definitely helps me to go through this, you know, bold journey is because at the core I understand that, like that's probably why the top reason why I'm so like out there is because I know that fundamentally like my success doesn't mean anything to anyone but for me and the same token like my failure doesn't mean anything to anyone as much as it does to me you know and when I start believing in that thought when I start subscribing in in that thought like all the sudden I'm not so afraid of what people think about me and I have the courage to try everything that just makes me happy rather than makes me look like I'm successful. And I figured everything out, you know? Yeah. Oh, I love that perspective too, because that gives you so much more freedom to explore and try things and not 
yeah, not worry about the outward facing appearance of mm-hmm. anything. It's it's for you. Mm-hmm. So I love that outlook. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. <laughs> so yeah, so obviously, you know, you've gotten to do you well, you've gotten to because you've created these these amazing opportunities for yourself, but you've gotten to do some pretty amazing things. Um so I, I liked what you were talking about in that you feel like creativity is the future. I mean, that's what makes you excited is there's so much potential for the future when we allow ourselves to be creative. So I wonder if you don't mind elaborating a little bit about that and talking about how your platform allows people to to explore their creativity. And I think just like, just like arts themselves, what's so interesting about arts is that there's no one answer, you know, like arts are like so subjective. It's so different to one person to another, like what's valuable. It's so different, like so up to different people. And then I think it doesn't have to have only one fitted size, like one size fit all kind of answer. But to me, what works for me, or what what speaks to me louder, the loudest, and also the gift that I have is definitely in like the mindset, managing the mindset, and also helping others to do that. So with my channel, we focus a lot on psychology. We focus a lot on like managing the mindset part, which really has to do a lot with emotion, which is once again, it's very subjective matter. And we don't have to have like one size fit all answer to what is happiness, for example, right? So we can discover different perspectives and then we can encourage people to also explore different concepts with us. And then I'm hoping like that can lead it to some sort of idealization that can like fertilize your creativity in your way. And that's something that I can't decide for the audience, you know? So I'm just like, creating everything of like what I think is helpful for people to have a good mindset, to have a good psychology for them to feel quote unquote motivated, or I guess willing, willing to pursue whatever they want to pursue. And then the rest is up to them because I can't teach them how they should grow, but it's up to them, you know? So yeah, that would be my answer is, my way of contributing to that conversation is talking about mindset, which is something that speaks to me the loudest for me. Like that's how I learn in terms of even creativity, but also that's the gift that I have for other people, like how I can contribute to others. So that's what I would say. Yeah. And I love that because I think you're absolutely right. The mindset, I mean, you could, in theory, be as creative as you wanted to, but if you don't have the right mindset, it's just so much harder to 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 really be successful in the long term. And and like you mentioned, I mean, success kind of looks different to different people, um, as it should. But but even just to maintain a lo- level of creativity, yeah, having having your mind in a good, healthy place is definitely a big big component of that so yeah I love that right. and I, I I think when I look at I guess creativity or like creating something from nothing that's something that I'm good at and that's something as an industry wise that I have 
being involved with with my business, both also with my experiences. Like a lot of those businesses have been startups. Like starting from scratch is my uh, specialty. And when it comes to that, I think there's no much difference between like creating art to like creating a new business, for for instance, or creating a new venture. And I think creating something from nothing is very exciting. But at the same time, it takes tremendous amount of like a mental management, like a mental focus, because things happen that disappoint you. And I'm not talking about like creating one piece of art, but for instance, like if you're an artist, maybe you are in the slump of like, you can't come up with some creative idea, you're feeling down, like you're even doubting yourself as an artist. What can you do? I think it really comes down to managing your mind to bring yourself to like never give up during those times and that's kind of how i see see it when it comes to creating something from nothing because it's not gonna be like easy all the time you know like whatever you're working on whether that's art whether that's like starting a business from nothing or really like just creating a family like starting from nothing i'm talking about i think it takes mental strengths and that's that's something that I'm good at talking about so that's how I contribute yeah I love that I love that a lot and I know that you have also written a book and I would love to hear about the book yeah and also just sort of your journey to create that because I know that that's a really big undertaking and and another kind of step in the creative direction so yeah I'd love to hear about that yeah, so it started from me being a business mind is how the book started. Like, I never really thought, like, one day I'm going to be an author. Like, I, I didn't plan for it. I just thought what made sense was, like, I, I, I guess a little bit earlier I said, you know, I have the humility to not assume how I can impact other people's life because that's, like, up to them. And then, you know, even if I have my mission and I have my hope or the romance of how my channel should speak to others, in the end of the day, I can't control what people think of it or I can't control what people think of my art or I can't, right? So the same way, I I have the humility to understand that the judger is my audience and when I have that mindset behind uh, how I create Life Up Education TV, the practicality understanding of how I should my marketing, it just made sense for me that I have a many as many outlets as I can because some people learn the different contents through video, but some people also like to learn it from through readings. Some people also like to learn it from audio listening, like how we are doing today so in terms of like why i may come up with the idea of book was mostly because of the strategy but also i wanted to write it because i shared my method that i had that i talked about in my book to my friends and then they implemented it and they really liked it and i never really talk about the method like the method part that i talk about in my book seemed to be very, very interesting to many readers that read my book. But that that wasn't like something that I pushed with my marketing, for example. Like that wasn't the main point that I wanted to push. 
Uh, it just happened that people liked it. But basically, the really the main main point that I want to push with the book is really the message I'm pushing with Life Up Education TV, which is to tell people like it, it can be scary, but you know, as long as you manage your mind, you can literally achieve anything. And I mean, it, it sounds kind of la la talk right here. But I talk about it in a perspective of like how one person, how someone can create mental transformation in three different phases in my book. So in this book, I talk about phases, as I mentioned. How can you make that mental transformation? The first phase I talk about commitment. The first phase is all about building up emotion. So in this phase, you don't need anything logical. Like, because when you think everything logical, you would never try anything. So in this phase, I really want you to focus on finding what it is that gives you the burning desire, like something that really excites you. And then I give you different questions to consider and then really understand what it is. And then one formula that I talk about in this chapter is you have to have two things. One is inspiration, like something that you are so excited about once again. And then you also need to have desperation. What does that mean? The desperation in a sense that you have to be sick of whatever you are right now. Like you have to have recognize that frustration you have for the fact that you're not achieving something that you truly want to achieve. And then you need to recognize it. And then you need for, for you to come to the commitment phase, you have to have inspiration that's exceeding the desperation because if desperation is bigger than the inspiration you don't feel like like if you don't believe that whatever you are dreaming of right now is possible to achieve you're not going to try it right so that's the first phase i talk about this is a very short description and then in the second phase i talk about perseverance and more specifically i also talk about i call it identity circle but what it is is really talk of talk of self-awareness. Like what do you really want? Like we talked about what you want to achieve in the first chapter, but now let's face it with some logical thinking. Like let's let's change our perspective. In the first phase, we inspire you to think of the rewards that you're getting from the dream, whatever you created it. But in the second phase with the logical thinking, now I'm going to slightly change the perspective and ask you, you're not really working toward the reward that you thought about in the first phase, but in, in reality, you're working for those journey. Like you're working for that you had to go through for you to get to wherever you are. So think about all the possible failures you're going to have and can you have fun? like going through that failure like let's align who you are what you want with like what you want to achieve so we we really dig deep into like identity of like what you think you want and who you are through going through different questions and we also talk about how to manage our mind when we go through hardships rejections because things like that happen right and then finally on the third phase we speak about what is happiness and what is success? And because in the second phase, we talked about the most important thing, which is let's redefine failure 
So regardless of the hardships and rejections you might go through, like here's how you think of them, right? So that I can keep you track of like, you know, it doesn't matter. Like even if these things happen, like it doesn't matter. I'm going to do my thing and I, I can keep going. Like that's that's my goal of like how I want your mind to be. But because I want this whole journey to be like really thoughtful and really like a deep journey, I, I guess I, I want people to think about what they want and then mm, what they want in their life in a very, very deep sense. In the third phase, we talk about the definition of success and happiness this time because we already done that for the failures. And actually, this is what a lot of people miss. And a lot of, pe- a lot of people, by that, I mean like a lot of books also. We don't talk much about the definition of happiness and success, but in in reality, this is a very important topic that no one, like people often forget to talk about. And we just assume that this is something that that's common among many people. And we don't really have the, we don't really take the time to think about them in a customized manner to what feels right for us, to each one of us, right? And it can be completely different answer to person to person. So in a third phase, we really talk about it. And that kind of basically summarized the whole bit. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I, I really love what your book addresses because I think it's so important. I love the way that you were describing it. I definitely want to read it because, you know, just like you were talking about going through those three stages and they're each so important and how mindset is kind of woven through each and deciding what success is, deciding what happiness is for you. I think mm-hmm. that's such a key component that a lot of times is overlooked because we're so eager to sort of define it by other people's standards. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I love, I love the way that you're going about all of that and encouraging creative people to, to be creative and to, to be brave and, and to go for it. But, but that you're also giving them that framework. And like you were talking about with a second section, you know, like you said, disappointments are going to happen. Failures are going to happen. So how do you deal with that. And I, I think that that is so great because it sounds so practical. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's very cool. Well, so I know, again, that sort of that creativity has always been kind of a part of your life. Is there Are there particular art forms that you practice uh, regularly now? I mean, what you're doing is an art form too. I mean, speaking, writing, (laughs) but uh, also are there other things that you also like to do yourself? Yeah, actually everything I do is kind of creative because even Foreign Connect, my service is about marketing and it has a lot of art elements to it. And with Life Up Education TV, obviously, like you said, like it's a speaking and that's a form of art. I like to speak. And recently I started doing this thing called NFT. So I decided to talk. I decided to build some media around it as well, as well as publishing some arts myself. And I also like in Life Up Education TV, really the purpose of it is I want to talk about culture, arts, marketing, business. So a little bit of like business side, like practical, like a business insight, but I definitely heavily, heavily like interested in talking about culture and arts. And one of the thing actually I started doing is I am putting out videos that has nothing to do with business, actually something that just feels fun for me. And I eventually want to turn this into like 
entertainment platform as well. So a little bit of business education for that matter. But also I want to have some sort of like art, like music elements to it. So now in, if you go to my website, for example, you do see different channel talking about different things. But one channel, I have comedy plus life under there. And in that channel, I sing and I just talk about life. Because life is not one dimensional, you know, like you, you have different, you can have different interests. And that's what makes you more interesting than just having one dimension of things to talk about. So, you know, as much as I like to talk about life up stuff, which is like my mindset and somewhat serious stuff, I also put out some fun content in there as well. Oh, I love that. That is so fun. And that must be kind of a nice balance, too, because obviously you're you're super into the entrepreneurial world. So having kind of an outlet that's just much more, maybe a little light, more lighthearted and fun is is wonderful. I love that. And, you know, the thing is, like, my my another intention here is, like, I think it's actually super, super smart move, too, in terms of PR and marketing as well, in terms of business. You don't want to be irrelevant, you know? Being relevant to the current society is very important to me. And I needed to take advantage of the fact that I'm woman and young. Like, I'm in the best position in terms of being relevant to the current society, you know? And yeah. I can't let that opportunity slide for the sake of my ego of, like, how I should look. Because in the end, like, market is what decides. And just like Kardashians, like they understood, like people make fun of them and stuff like that, but like they understood, you know? So for me, it's kind of like what works in a business is more important than my ego. And I think, so given that being said, I think being relevant to the current society is essentially currency, but in a different form. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that makes complete sense to me. So, yeah. So, well, you have an amazing story that kind of has led you to where you are. And obviously, I'm sure there are so many more twists and turns. <laughs> but I just, yeah, I'm so impressed with how, you know, brave you've been and bold you've been. And then and, and then how you've just sort of, you know, dived headfirst into these these adventures and these opportunities and and really made them your own and then have now shared, now you're sharing what you've been learning with others. And that's just really cool. So thank you for, you know, doing all of that. Cause I know it makes a difference in people's lives. And uh, I'm just curious, I'm sure that there are some of our listeners who are going to want to connect with you and read your book and things like that. Is there a way for us to do that? Yes. So my name is, once again, it's Natsune Oki. And the reason I said it is because if you search Natsune Oki, you're going to pretty much find everything about me. And uh, my media channel is called Life Up Education TV. And in that uh, website, lifeupeducationtv.com, you can find all my social media, which I'm active on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And my book as well in there. So, and then my book is called The Game of Self-Domination. I want to start hosting this show, like a Q&A show. And I, I have this Facebook group that people can join to ask me questions. And 
I I can ask literally any any question people want to ask for. I just want to have like a real more real like interaction, like one on one level interaction, because I, I feel like that can help people more, like a real question than you know me coming up with topics. So that's something that I. I'm starting to do. So if anyone is interested, you can definitely join up the Life Up Tribe, which is the name of the group, and then ask me any question you have about mindset and business and marketing, like anything you have. Oh, that's great. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm sure that, yeah, that sounds great for me personally, but I'm sure that there are definitely some of our listeners who are going to be interested in in all of that. So thank you for sharing. I do have three questions that I always like to ask my guests, if you're okay with that. Yes, yes. I mean, yeah, please. <laughs> awesome. So first of all, how do you personally define art or what is art to you? Yes. And I think I would have to go with what we already talked about. But since I'm such like so heavy into what I do with Life Up Education TV, the only thing that I can think of when I think about art is our possibility and our future. I like it. That's that's so unique, but I and I just really like that answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Second of all, what do you think is the most important role of an artist? I don't want to start sounding boring, but I really think that there's a key artists are the key player in terms of creating something new and creating a future of a future. Like it really like, you know, until now it's it was an engineer, but I think because now we've built some infrastructures for people to be more creative. Possibility is unlimited. Like with artists combined with technology, like it's it's going to be like crazy. Like it's going to be our future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. I love that. And then mm-hmm. finally, and I'll define my terms a little bit, but do you think that art should be inclusive or exclusive? And by inclusive, I'm referring to an artist who puts their work out there and provides some context behind it, whether it's program notes, title, the inspiration, whatever, just to give a little bit more context versus exclusive referring to an artist who puts their work out there and doesn't provide context. So it's left solely up to the viewer to determine what they will. Mm. I think if I answer this according to what I believe in, business I say exclusive because you know there's a one story that I share often which I learned because I studied economics there's this concept in economy that was created by the father of economics Adam Smith he talks about invisible hand which is really to say like the economy is at the optimal state when there's no government intervention and which means that the economy is the healthiest when there's a fully, truly free competition in the economy. Like that, that was his one of the theory that he had. And I often talk about that, like, you know, in terms of mindset, like, I think accountability is such an important thing. Like we can come up with all the reasons of like why uh, you fail why you like why you're not feeling it whatever like whatever it is like but in the end of the day like the result is the results like if you fail it's your fault that you didn't catch that the failure was coming like 
I'm not necessarily stating it as a fact, but I'm stating it as like, that's how the mindset should be, you know? And so how does this relate to your question is that I was just looking at it from the different context here, right? Like I, I looked at your question from the, what I believe in business context, but I think we can't decide how people see like it's a free competition and it's up to consumer of like, I don't assume that my content is good for everyone, you know? And I can't tell you like, like my content, you know? So that's kind of how I see it. Yeah, I like that. Well, and that's a really unique perspective that you bring. And I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you coming at it from more of a business, like you said, economics background and talking about it that way, because I agree with you. That makes a lot of sense to me. It's just a different way of looking at it. So thank you for that. I really, I really liked that answer. Well, you, like I said, are just so incredibly inspiring. Your story is amazing. What you've been able to accomplish is fantastic. I'm super excited to check out some of your work myself. I'm sure our listeners will be as well. You're just just such an inspiring person. So thank you so much for what you are bringing to the world. And I know you are just very humble in your approach. You you want to put it out there and you want to hopefully, you know, make an impact. But you're, I, I just am so impressed with the way that you do that and the way that you just let it speak for itself. So Thank you so much for what you do. Thank you so much for being here today. I really, really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for doing such an amazing job also as a host. Like, thank you so much. Oh, I appreciate that. And thank you so much to everyone who has listened to this episode. And if you're feeling as inspired as I am right now, I'd love if you would share this with a friend or two, and we will catch you next time. If you have a story to share with us, we would love that so much. And I hope your day has been artfully told. Hi, friends. I wanted to share with you another podcast that I think you're going to fall in love with just as I have. It's called Harlem with a View, and it is hosted by Harlem Lennox, who was a previous guest of mine on Artfully Told and a dear friend. Just because it looks easy doesn't mean it is. There is so much that goes into the work of a creative. She wants to know how the artists got into their line of work, what inspires them, but most importantly, what keeps them going. She asks them about how they make it through the blood, sweat, and tears. She wants to know what it's like to live this creative life, the good, the bad, the ugly, and even the magical. So she goes behind the scenes with creatives from different genres, and she explores their history, their take on life, and talks about the business of art and the dedication of making art. She has a brilliant, brilliant platform. I think you will fall in love. I highly recommend that you search for Harlem with a view. Thanks.